This is a gambling podcast, and as such, I find it incumbent upon myself that I have to try to get our mojo going. So, Anthony Guerra, Pizza Czar of Raleigh, instead of recording on Thursday, and instead of recording together, we're in separate locations, separate cities, on a new day. It's Friday. So, yep. I'm just trying to jumpstart our mojo. How does that sound to you? I had to leave. The confines of the Eford Studio. I I I love the Eford Studio. I, I don't know. I'm going to blame Joe's lava lamp for my uh, my well, poor gambling output last week. I think maybe you were distracted last week. I think you were under the weather too. So you have yeah, some I mean, other things going on. I, I get yeah. it, man. It happens to all of us. Yep. Yeah. I'm not even supposed to be here today. In the grand tradition of clerks. Not even supposed to be here today. It's Friday. All right, let's let's share the bad news from last week because, man, we were on the bus. I mean, I went two and three, and I felt disgusted by my two and three. You went one and four. Uh, and again, the, the Jets continue to vex me at every single turn. So I'm 22 and 21 on the year. You are 22, 20, and one. If you win this competition because of a tie between the Chargers and Lions, I am going to be very upset. Very upset. I mean, are we going to look back at every Chargers game this year after last night? Like, I look back at it and think, what, 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 what happened? Why? Yeah. I mean, I cashed the Broncos tickets last week because they were playing the Chargers. I've been saying for multiple weeks in a row that that team has quit on their coach. I, I can't believe we woke up nine o'clock Eastern time and Brandon Staley is still employed by the Chargers after losing last night and giving up 63 points to a team, not with Tom Brady playing quarterback, not with even Derek Carr playing quarterback. Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, and, and a team that had scored exactly zero points the previous week. Joe. <sighs> What? <laughs> I don't understand. I, I'm shocked the guy had a job. I, it, there's going to be some great stories from that locker room in the offseason. Something's got to be going on. I, Bosa doesn't seem like a chill guy. None of the Bosas do. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't imagine this is going over well. I would hire him as the head coach right now. I'd rather him be the head coach. Get Staley out of there. Bosa. Blair, do something. Get him out. Oh, man. I, I mean... I don't get it. I, I totally don't get it. So, all right, let's do the same thing this week. We'll we'll go for the supersized five. We'll have five uh, bets this week. You're going to go for two of those as props. I'm going all five bets. Do you want to start with the Jets or end with the Jets? Let's start with the Jets. As I've mentioned, the Jets live to vex me. Now they're messing with my fantasy league money because they injured CJ Stroud last week. Great call by you. By the way, you said the rookie quarterback would struggle with the Jets defense. Sure enough, he had potentially his worst game of the year. So 
great great year great year but the jets defense is too much why the jets suddenly up and decided to play football last week i'm i'm slightly confused i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you like that one that one caught me off guard shocking shocking yeah they didn't score in the first half again it's not like they came out lighting the world on fire Second half he did. I don't know what was in. Maybe it was like a Space Jam situation where he had this special water bottle at half. So Jets beat beat the Texans 30-6 to as a home dog last week. They're now on the road. They go to the Dolphins, a completely decimated Dolphins team. Your boy A-Chain banged up again, losing your prop for you last week. Um, I, was, I had that going first half there. I had that going. 47 yards in the first half on a couple of carries. He's averaging 15 a touch. They lose to the Titans in a Monday night doubleheader where I, I, I was watching the Giants game. I'm not going to lie to you. So I didn't watch any of it. I know Tariq Hill got banged up and they are squarely in the territory of who exactly is left. Who's going to play for them? The Dolphins. This number is nine and a half. Man, I'm really falling victim to the last thing I saw, but I'm going Jets. With the points? Yeah, I'm going to take the points. Take the points. No, I'm going the same way as you. I think the Dolphins last week, that fourth quarter was one of the worst clock management situations I've seen, period. You were up two touchdowns and you lose a game. I mean, to to Will Levis? To the Titans, it's not like... You let a good team rally on you. I mean, it's weird that the Dolphins should be playing for the number one seed in the AFC. Oh, I mean, they're still in play at nine and four, but it's like you can't give away home games where you have a double-digit lead. And, you know, they had won the previous three games, but you look at who they beat, the Raiders, the Jets, and the Commanders. Like, they're, they're beating a lot of bad teams this year. And I normally push back when people point those things out, but at some point, like... And I get it. The, the The Jets aren't good. And then they get them this week. There might be a little bit of a look ahead here, Anthony, because Miami closes the year with Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo. Uh, the Dallas and Buffalo games are at home. So I'm going to invoke the why would why would the Dolphins care enough to just beat the snot out of the Jets in this football game, especially when they just saw them, what, two weeks ago in a Timmy Boyle special? Oh, God, Timmy B, baby. The fail Mary. The fail Mary. No, I think the uh, the Jets usually win these games, Joe, because this is where they mess up the whole franchise and not get the top draft pick and just tank out the year. Like, this is the game they win, oddly, to give you some level of hope. That's my – That's I'm betting on that. Because yeah. just historically, historically, they make you look and go, maybe, maybe they're not that bad. And I don't know if they're bad enough to be in the Marvin Harrison Jr. competition. So it's almost like, eh, fine. Just do what you're going to do and and mess. Like you said, mess it up. Give us false hope. <laughs> just do, yeah. do the whole thing. It's fine. It's I'm, I'm actually going to tag in another bet on this one. Yeah, you're going to go with uh, one of your two props. You're going with your guy here, aren't you? My guy. I'm rolling with him. I want to roll with them. The number is very low, 177 and a half. Okay. It's this is Zach low. Wilson's passing. Zach Wilson right. pass yards. Yeah. I mean, maybe he he goes back to being a toad again, but 
he he ripped the ball last week. And I, I tell you what, I like the comment from him. He said, "What's the worst that's gonna happen? They're gonna bench me again? <laughs> Throw the football, bro. Let's go. Throw it." This is a prop you actually won against the Dolphins defense two weeks ago when you got Tim Boyle to hit a very low over uh, career high 301 passing yards from Zach Wilson last week. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, I don't hate it because uh, Wilson's numbers have been in the 200s other than the Buffalo disaster. So I think you get back on track here with, with the Zach Wilson uh with the Zach Wilson passing yards. All right. Let's go to um you know what, Anthony? I want winners. I want winners. Do you know who's been winning for me? My uh, boy. Russell Wilson. I, I have been on the Broncos the last few weeks. They've won four of their last five games. They are that frisky team at the end of the year. They actually have a little, uh, I, hate, I, I hate to say legitimate, but it does feel like they have a legitimate chance to actually catch the Chiefs who continue to play with their food uh, to actually win the division. Now would would take winning a few more games. Um, but I actually like them this week. I like the points, four and a half at the Lions. The Lions, I lost on last week. We've both been burned. I feel like we we both have bet against the Lions. They've only lost four games, and two of those have been when we've been involved with the Lions. But I think they're fraudulent. You can't be a contender and think you're gonna you you can't beat the Bears. The Bears, gross. Really? But no, you have a theory. To historically win, you gotta have the right guys who know how to close out a year. You know, not just, oh, good, we're happy to be here. We're happy to have nine wins if you're the Lions. You got to close out the year. They're going to finish. You don't want some middle of the road. You got a great shot. Win the game. Win the game. You're supposed to win. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to do it, though. Yeah. I like the Broncos. I like the points here. The Broncos are frisky. I like the way that they're playing. Obviously, they've improved since giving up 70 points to the Dolphins on defense. They've kind of been a different team ever since then. Uh, sometimes it takes being humbled like that and completely embarrassed before you turn to a coach and say, fine, we'll we'll do it your way. Sean Payton, coach of the year. Biggest, I mean, he's got to be on the short list. Although, according to him, the guy before him was so bad that you can't use that as a standard. You know, going back to those preseason comments about Hackett, which I, I still Hackett don't Hackett is that bad. He, I agree with you. He's, he's right. Terrible. He's terrible. There. I don't understand. Well, I only play Madden occasionally. Right. I'm a better offensive coordinator than him. No doubt. Be interesting to see how some of these awards shake out. I I think Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP. Ooh. But the, we do seem to be averse to giving it to somebody that's not a quarterback. Uh coach of the year. I mean, it would be hard. You can make the argument for Mike McCarthy. You can make the argument for Sean Payton, depending on how this thing plays out. You can make the argument for Harbaugh. I mean, there's any many a different way. How about the Browns without their quarterback? I mean, you know, they, they quietly have the best defense in the NFL. They also have some of the best wins this year for, for any particular team. And they've done it with P.J. Walker and... Um, DTR from UCLA and now Joe Flacco. I mean, yeah, Flacco. they've just kind of pieceworked this thing. I, I don't know how the NFL voting typically goes. You know, I know in 
college and the ACC in particular, it goes by, well, what were our preseason expectations of you? And what are you now? Which I absolutely abhor. So hopefully it won't go, but normally it doesn't go by that in the NFL. Um, but we'll, we'll see how this thing shakes out. I, uh, I I, I kind of laughed last week watching the Rams and the, the Ravens. We were on opposite sides of that game. And I knew, I knew Lamar Jackson was going to lead them to a win in that last possession. And all I kept thinking about was the, the Panthers didn't want this guy. Okay. Okay. The Colts didn't want this guy. They'd rather roll the dice with an unknown than trade a draft pick for this guy. All because he didn't play what four games last year because he was basically in a contract dispute with them. <laughs> like, what? I mean, he, I, he doesn't play the, the position beautifully, but no, he wins games. It's not textbook. It's not textbook. He's, I mean, he's he's arguably the best athlete in the NFL, though. Like, I mean, <laughs> doesn't that get you something? <laughs> I mean, I watching Tim Boyle play. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> how much money you want? I'll give you whatever you want, Lamar. Here. Well, speaking uh, with, I said the the Bears had piped me last week. I'm going back to the well. I'm going to go against them again because I am going to go with the Browns. Uh, I think they've been, they win with defense. They've also now figured out, like you said about Joe Flacco, well, just let him, let it rip, man. He does not care. He has no. not checked down Charlie. He is, let's, let's toss this thing down the field. He and is, if it's an arm punt, it's an arm punt. So what? He is our generation's Vinny Testaverde. Yes, who he is, Vinny. Yeah. Just rip it. Three ints. I don't care. I'm still throwing. I, which is actually my my prop bet. I'm piggy bet. I do like the Browns in this game. I do like Flacco a lot. The sports book somehow only has Joe Flacco in a .5 int situation. I'll take the over. Joe Flacco. <laughs> there's two things. He throws the football down the field, and then he throws it to the other team. Give me that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean he's but he slings it, man. Oh, yeah, I love 311 it. 311 yards last week. He had 254 against the Rams the previous week. To, to your point, interceptions in both of those games. <laughs> so, uh, if the pattern holds there, you get the, uh, you, you'll cash your other uh, prop this week. So, you have two props, and I have the Browns there. I am going to go with a Saturday game. It is officially that time of the year, Anthony. Uh, people will trot out the Mike Tomlin stat. I know there's some some fire from Ben Roethlisberger about of, from all people. Did you hear the comments from Ben Roethlisberger about how the Steeler tradition is dead? And he was just basically taking a blowtorch to, to his former coach. Did you catch any of that this week? I, I did not. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, not necessarily the highest integrity gentleman in the league or ever played in the league. No, he's out now. I don't want to hear anything from him, to be honest. I need Big Ben to uh, stay quiet about tradition. Yeah, well, this is Mike Tomlin's 18th year in the NFL. Uh, as most people know or are, are aware of by now, he's never had a losing record. So the Steelers are 7-6. and six. He's going to need two more wins on the year to keep that very impressive streak going. And I just see a game against the Colts as a, as one of those games that they always win. And plus now getting bad mouthed by Big Ben, our friend uh, Brooke Pryor was like, yeah, that, that was not received really well by the players in the locker room. Uh, and I get it. I mean, they lost to an awful, 
awful Patriots team on Thursday. And that's coming off the heels of a terrible loss to a terrible Arizona team. I just, this is a classic Mike Tomlin game. Uh, they close with the Colts, Bengals, Seahawks, Ravens. So they need to win two of those four and three of them are on the road. I just, you, you got to figure this is one of them that they, that they figure out a way to, to win and there, and this opened as the, as a favorite, as a road favorite. Now it's the Steelers plus a point and a half. So I, I actually feel pretty good about this one. I should win the game. Joe, I'm going to take the, the uh, I'm going into Carolina with this bet. Okay. Give me you, Atlanta. Realize they're terrible and we really haven't been hammering them this year. No, I feel like that we have left them alone. And I feel like that's a mistake. I want to take advantage this week. Atlanta's going in, not a great team, but a better team. At least they have a quarterback, some sort of offense that they're running. Carolina's got none of that. Minus three, Falcons. Panthers are an NFL worst two, nine, and two against the Ooh. number this year. Like, Ooh. that's nearly impossible. Because the goal, if you don't know for when they set these lines, they don't necessarily want to win or lose they want to break even they want to have enough action on each side that it squares off and they don't lose money and their goal is basically to have every nfl team be nine and eight or eight and nine against the number because you know you got to adjust and you can't let people figure out trends which gamblers love to try to do boy that nsu south anthony you got tampa atlanta and saints all at six and seven all deeply flawed teams and it just makes what the Panthers are doing in real life, one in 12, that much more embarrassing for David Tepper and what they're doing down in Charlotte. Like the division is straight garbage. How are you one in 12 in that division? Like that's it's, the part that's got, that's galling actually. Can we, I mean, I'm voting that we, I know that the NFL is going to play a game in Brazil in a couple of years, Joe. Did you see that? <laughs> Maybe we could go live uh, from Brazil. Maybe the podcast can get us there. Oh, yeah. You seem like a big Sao Paulo guy. Where, where are you going? What, you what do you like think? Our, our sponsors to kick in a few a few dollars. Maybe we can make that so work. We're talking to Josh Goodson. I feel like he's got, he's the guy. Um, but no, <laughs> I, I actually, instead of going internationally, instead of adding a European team, can we start relegating? So these teams stink. They should be kicked down. This is terrible. It's embarrassing. Embarrassing for the sport. It's bad. One in 12 Panthers stink. Would you trade right now? Would you rather have Will Levis than your guy, Bryce Young? If you could undo or redo? I understand. Yeah, I mean, I understood the premise of what they were trying to do. Um, I was always a CJ Stroud is the best quarterback in the draft class. I was on that from the time that Stroud played against Georgia in the playoff game. Um, it's just you're asking so much, but now he is the only asset they have. So you have to now hire somebody who who's going to try to salvage what he can do because it's not a Zach Wilson situation where you go out and get somebody else because there's pieces around. Like even on the Jets roster, they have talented players. The Panthers have no talent at all. Like it's it's appalling what their roster looks like other than Burns. Like everyone else on that team is pretty much garbage. 
or actually, I have Burns as the only asset on the team. Yeah, I, I think I think Bryce Young is. I think you're going to find. I, I don't. I'm not sure that he's a player, and I don't think he's ever going to be one. But given what they gave up for him, I think they at least have to figure out this next season, 24 season, to say, all right. And it's early, but it gets late early, man, in the NFL. Because when you make mistakes like that, sometimes it's better to recognize them and move on than it is to stay on them and, and sit there and think, well, I could turn it around if if only this, if, if only that. You know, one of the arguments I, I have with Ovius about Bryce Young is because he's like, well, you got to put the right coach, right players. I'm like, yeah, you're describing every quarterback who's ever taken a snap in the NFL right now, maybe other than Tim Boyle. Like, yes, you mean if they have a if they have to kill and because he talks about yeah. talking about low a lot. Yeah, guess what? If I had Tariq Hill and Jalen Waddle and Mostert and a great play caller, I think pretty much everybody you put in that situation is going to excel. And the offensive <laughs> line is really strong for them too. Yeah, good for the Dolphins. And that's the that's the big thing for the Panthers is they used to be able to draft at the top their first round picks. Marty Herney did a great job forever. Like for all of their problems, they almost always got the first round pick correct. And now you go back to, you, I mean, you look at Icky Aquanu two years ago now, and you're like, uh-oh, well, that was a miss. And now you're looking at Bryce Young going, uh-oh, it's going to take a lot of work just to make this salvageable. And you have no assets because of all the, all of the picks they traded away for Sam Darnold and Matt Corral and... Um, what was the other quarterback that they ended up bringing? Oh, Baker Mayfield. You know, I mean, they gave away a lot of draft assets. And then, of course, everything that they gave up to get Bryce Young. So, maybe it's Jimmy Donald, baby. I, as a Jets fan, I love Carolina. I can't wait to see what they're going to offer for Zach Wilson. Oh. I want a 300-yard game out of Wilson today, and then I think Tepper's giving up another second-round pick for him. In a twist of fate, maybe the Bears get now the Bears do get the Panthers pick and they use it on a quarterback. So maybe they cut Justin Fields and the Panthers go back and correct Matt Rule's mistake of not taking Justin Fields. How's that sound for for poetry and some symmetry as a way to save the 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 Panthers franchise? I think I think Fields could you could work with Fields. I'd be surprised to move on so fast. I would trade that personally. I'd be I'd take yeah, one of those picks, trade down, and acquire a bunch of stuff. And the year implying that the Bears are smart. Now the Bears weaseled the Panthers for DJ Moore, <laughs> the picks that they got. Oh, gosh. But I don't I think they go I think at a certain point comes where you just have to use the assets that you have. And I think that's next year for the for the Bears. They've pushed it down the road too far. I think you take Caleb Williams, you take Drake May, whichever one you find is the better one. You take him. You take a receiver. You're not going to get Marvin Harrison Jr. He'll go second or third because uh, their pick is going to be... The Bears have been feisty the last five weeks or so. So they're going to have a top 10 pick and you yep. take the second best receiver off the board or third best receiver and you pair him with the new quarterback and then you let, you let Fields go. Joe, did you see the number the Marvin Harrison might go back to school because Ohio State, the boosters are offering him comparable NFL money to come back for one more year? I saw that. I don't believe it. $20 million um, annually. Yeah. Is that but, how much money is going around? 
there's a lot of fake reporting in college football in the NIL world, which, as you know, it's all a Fugazi. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a woozy. It's a fairy dust. It doesn't exist. It's not real. It's not real. I, I I saw the I saw the tweet about that, and I was like, that's not real. First of all, even twenty million dollars is not what you're going to make in the NFL, and you need to start your clock and you need to start cashing those checks. At some point you, this is an Oscar Schwebe and Armando Baycott staying in college basketball or Sam Hartman staying in college football because he's not going to make money in the NFL. Like this is, you're the number two pick in the draft, maybe number one. I mean, Arizona, if Arizona ends up with the worst record now, it's going to be really hard for the Panthers not to end up with the worst record. But you know, I, I could see Arizona sticking with Kyler Murray. And taking Harrison, I, mean, I can see something like that happening. But I don't like the noise about Kyler Murray. I would move on from him. The off the field stuff. Oh, he doesn't pay attention. Doesn't do his yeah, homework. Yeah, he doesn't study. He doesn't follow the game. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, if any of that's true, I'm I'm out on him. All right. Before we get, uh, it, it's amazing to me how how bad these teams are at drafting guys. You know, like you, you gotta. You got to figure that out early. It's shocking how many times that's done wrong. I agree. It's hard, man. Uh, before we get to our last picks and then our Oakwood Pizza Box pizza question of the week, just a reminder Wings over Raleigh, Wings over Chapel Hill, Wings over Greenville. They have the best wings in North Carolina. Our wings are better than your wings. Order online. Um, go to Hillsborough Street right there across from University Towers. Free parking in the back. So order online at wingsover.com. Whenever you say you punch it in, it's ready. Uh, Ryan's crew, always on point. So get your wings for all of you. Because now we got the NFL on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. From now until the end of the year. So we've got a lot of football in front of us. And I don't know about you, but I love to eat wings when I watch games. When I sit on my chair, drink drink a beer, and eat some wings so go to wingsover.com let's get to our last pick of the week i am gonna go with the monday night game i'm going the eagles coming off of two losses to really good teams i think they bounce back on the road this number seems off to me the eagles minus three at Seattle, uh, I don't think Seattle is feisty. I don't think they're any good. I know they're much better at home. It'll be loud there, all those things. But th- this feels like an Eagles walkover to me. They need to wake up. That's a good bet. I was staring at that game. They, they have to wake up and win some games. I'm actually going to take – I'm going to correct my ills of last week. There you go. Best team in the league, San Francisco. They're laying a bunch of points. They're on the road, but they're playing the abysmal Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're down on the Cardinals. <laughs> they lost to Tommy Cutlets, Joe. You lose to Tommy. If Tommy Cutlets puts an L on you, oh, my God, that's bad. Can, can we talk a little bit about Tommy Cutlets since I actually watched the game this week? He's a breakdown in performance. Is Tommy Cutlets in the league next year or what? What do you think? I, I think so. If nothing else, he's the Giants backup. Um, gets the ball out of his hand quickly because in college he was scarred 
by the worst offensive line, perhaps in the last 50 years in college football at Syracuse. But he gets the ball out quick. He moves around. Uh, he's not the most talented guy in the history of the world, obviously. But I, I like his decision-making. And of course, I think I'm, I'm required as an Italian from New Jersey to say I, I enjoy his moxie in the way that he kind of aggressively plays the game. So I was surprised. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. The last time I saw him was... Was it at Carter Finley Stadium? I think that was the last time I saw him. Just he was just getting his brains beat in by state, and I was like, "Oh, this poor guy." But uh, he's he's figured some things out. I was impressed. I was. I had to admit it to my friend. My, all all of my friends up there are Giants fans, so I was kind of like, "This guy's terrible." Like I kept saying, "This guy's terrible." They're like, "He's really not that bad, Joe." <laughs> I was like, "All right, fine." I'll watch the uh, the Packers game. The poor Packers, they're they're fraudulent as hell. So love is um, fraudulent. Good job by Dable, though. Let's give Brian Dable credit. I mean, a quarterback whisperer of sorts. You know, pulling that, pulling that thing out of fire. But yeah, but he's also it. costing themselves a draft pick. Speaking of teams costing themselves, that's their draft pick. You know, they would be better off losing gotta, the games. I get that stance, but I mean, I think the Giants needed to not look like a. Uh, they, they need to win some games. You got to do some stuff. We had a huge uh, response to our North Carolina basketball talk last week. So let's let's throw in a bonus pick here because Tar Heels taking on Kentucky on Saturday. No official line out, but the Ken Palm number is Kentucky minus two. This game is down in Atlanta where good things usually don't happen to the Tar Heels. What says you, Anthony? Uh, wow, minus two. I didn't think about this. Give me no, uh, anyway, I would take the heels uh, minus two. Yeah, the heels minus two. Heels minus two. I like the heels in this. I'll take the heels. Me too. I, I like um, the I heels. I think Kentucky's one of those teams they could look great at stretches, and then you just watch the guys just jack the ball up. If the shot's not falling, they start, you know, it's a they're a tough team. And I thought Wagner would be better, honestly, for Kentucky. It'll be interesting to see if he turns around and becomes dominant. Because I remember his father was dominant. Unbelievable I'm, scorer of the basketball. I remember his grandfather being a key player on a national championship team. Yeah. <laughs> um, th this has got – there's some interesting subplots here. Rob Dillingham obviously had committed to oh, NC State, State and ends up at Kentucky. Um, I, I just – I don't like Kentucky when they're not in their building. So uh, even though it, bad things almost always happen in Carolina, in Atlanta, I don't like that part of the mojo. Um, but I would take the heels minus two in this game. They haven't played since the UConn game. I like that little extra practice in basketball more so than other sports. I feel like it gives you a little time to regroup and, and refresh and get all those things going. Plus, Kentucky already lost to UNC Wilmington this year. John yeah. Calipari's alma mater. Maybe he was trying to, you know, Maybe he was laying down for him. Uh, I just this this is like when Arkansas. This feels like the Arkansas game where everyone's like, "Oh, Arkansas is going to lose because Arkansas Duke." I mean, um, oh, Arkansas Duke. That stadium was rocking. Duke was shook. And I tell yeah. you what, I'm going to hang a word on Duke. It's a word you never want to hear about your squad. They're soft. Duke. They are soft. Yeah. 
this is what I meant with Arkansas was UNC Greensboro beat Arkansas. Some people are like, oh, well, Arkansas is going to, you know, they'll beat Carolina. It's like, no, dude, Carolina, if they if they lost to UNC Greensboro, Carolina's going to go in there. And I know there was an injury. It just feels very similar to that because people are like, oh, UNCW beat Kentucky. You know, it's like, okay, just all games are kind of independent of each other is what I'm getting at. <laughs> like, let's, let's just slow down a little bit when it comes to such and things. If so. there was such a thing as a, a good loss, that UConn game was a good loss for, yeah. for Carolina. Nice slate. Uh, early season slate. Here we got State, Tennessee. Saturday, we also have uh, Clemson, Memphis. So it's some interesting basketball. SMU Florida State in a pre preview of uh SMU joining the league. So looking looking forward to uh some some hoops this weekend. Definitely. I like sure. Dalton Connect. That kid can score. You watch him play. He, oh, he's he, yeah, he did. He did. Uh state really, 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 really needs this one. For their NCAA tournament resume, if they don't get it, I, I I worry. So I'll put it that way. All right, let's get to the Oakwood Pizza Box. Pizza question of the week. This one is from Kitty on Instagram. Kitty wants to know, Anthony, how do you make your meatballs for pizza? Are they homemade? Do you crumble them? Do you ball them up and then cook them? Or do you just throw chopped meat on a on a pan and cook it? All right, so they, we do make them in-house. We always make them in-house. We make them uh, – we actually cook them as a ball. I never really thought to not cook it as a ball. Okay. It feels, it feels it feels wrong. It doesn't feel like a meatball if it's not a ball. Right. Uh, but you make your sausage that that's, way. That's crumbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crumbled. sausage really crumbled. Okay. Meatballs are, are just sort of torn. Okay. Randomly you torn. Ball them, but you don't slice them. Like some places slice their meatballs, put it on the pizza, yeah. go from no, there. I'm not a you... slice meatball guy. That's like a weird I... shape. It looks like a meatloaf or something. On yeah, I don't disagree. So you'll ball up your meat, make a ball. There's breadcrumb, cheese, maybe some parsley. What do you what do you got? Yeah, parsley's in there, salt, pepper, garlic, uh, yeah. onion. Uh, they're um, all beef for me. Yeah, I keep yeah, cook oh, them. you don't put any sausage or any other. No pork. Uh, no pork. But that's more of a dietary thing. There's a lot of um, dietary restrictions. Pepperoni is pork and beef. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it's nice to have just a straight beef option in case somebody wanted to avoid pork. Okay. If I was cooking them at home, I would definitely use pork. And you, those things, how quickly do they cook in the pizza oven, the meatballs? Fat eight minutes. Less, I need Seven, a pizza minutes. Yeah, I love a pizza oven. Man, what would you do with a pizza oven in your house? Like, is that even feasible? Plausible? Not really. Not, Not really. Right? You, you don't have a. You need a upgraded gas line. Like, you need to have a. Oh. You'd have to like upgrade your gas service. Wood fire oven, yeah, definitely. People, a lot of people have that. You don't. But, yeah. No. 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 But I wouldn't, you know, I, I gas deck oven like I have, you would need to upgrade your gas line. It's a disaster. Okay. Well, we will just dream about that another day then. So meatballs cooked, then you break them apart. Then break them, yep. yep put, them on the, put them on the pizza. My new yep. favorite is meatballs with sausage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that the new Julio special? <laughs> 
last couple of weeks with can it's been meatball sausage and i think we added either onion or green pepper last week it was good a little crunch a little, little snap yeah just a little breakup. a little breakup in there it was it was it was good and i will not be i will not be there today so enjoy uh enjoy lunch i, I know i don't i don't I, I you throw me off my routine i just uh, sometimes i can't handle it i I don't know what to do with myself when I am not at work, so it's very odd for me as well. Well, you grip it tight, man. You grip it tight. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Um, yeah. So, what are you doing in Charleston? Do you want to tell the people, or I have a, a, uh, I have a skull and bone session with uh, your friends? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, hanging out with uh, with with Roger Ayers and uh, and the referees down here. Nice. Trying to get some good stories. I, I felt like it was good. I, I tried to get them on the podcast, but the, not surprisingly, maybe a little resistant to getting on the air, staying off the record. Yeah, yeah, that, that's best for them. But they called a very clean game uh, here at the College of Charleston. Uh, clean game last night. Great job by the refs. No controversies at all. You and the refs. All right, well, when you come back, maybe we'll go to the St. Louis game. That's the 20th. It's a Man, Wednesday. A, I mean, I'm working on my calls. <laughs> you know, one one right there. Bang. <laughs> somebody's got to. Somebody's got to replace Jamie Lucky. So you, you. Well, listen, you get back mean, out there. What I've noticed is that there is an inefficiency. A lot of these refs are getting very old. Yes. As somebody yes. who is not very old yet, maybe there's an opening. There you go. There, I'll you. I'll put in a good word for you, even though probably Tommy could help you more than I could, but. I feel like Kersey likes me. Eh. I mean, some people don't, you know. You know how that goes. Believe well, listen, it or not. I mean, Keats, Keats is a fan already. I feel like Keats would put me on a couple games. <laughs> I feel like, like Until you call too many touch fouls on uh, the big boy. Oh, God. The worst defender of all time in the history of the ACC. Oh, come on. You, could, you would be hard-pressed to find the worst defender ever. Come on. No, I mean, you really can't. Show a little respect for the big boy. He's working on it. <laughs> DJ Burns, great in the post. Great. Pete, in the post. Pete Nance was was worse than him last year. So, no way. Yeah, no. dude. Yes, he was awful. Nance was like a baby giraffe, but he was terrible. He was terrible on defensive end. So, yeah. there's that. All right, man. Let's let's. Uh, hopefully, this new mojo helps us go four and one this week. I would like that. I'll take that. I'll keep going remote in order to get <laughs> we just, the right ship here. There you go. There you go. Uh, I like that thought process. If you haven't already, hit that uh, subscribe button, follow button. And if you're on podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Googles, you name it. And of course, Wednesday through Sunday, Oakwood Pizza Box, oakwoodpizzabox.com. Order there or go there in person on Person Street and check out the best pizza there is in North Carolina. See you next week. Mm-hmm.